0: Welcome to Collector's Corner, the premier digital art platform.
1: We help collectors gain and maintain their edge, all while appreciating beautiful art. Let's jump in.
0: Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Cornering the Market from Collector's Corner, your weekly generative art review. My name is P. You may know me online as at Aston Cloud. As always, joined by my co-host and great friend, Jared. How are you doing today, Jared?
1: I'm doing excellent. I just made an observation. I feel like you should be a smooth jazz radio host uh, in your spare time. But I'm, as always, living the dream. You know, we shared it off camera. I'm just juggling a ton, lots of potential opportunities in the pipeline. So, Super energized, running on uh, lots of caffeine and low sleep.
0: Well, you have many opportunities and many talents, my friend. For folks who want to follow Jared, this is his Twitter here shown on screen, Jared underscore pause. He's the founder of the 8NAP Digital Asset Fund, while also holding on a job and a family. So uh, I, I hear you on the caffeine. I've been waiting for you to say that, but a lot of exciting stuff going on over there. So I'm sure things are ramping up, as are they at Collectors Corner. Uh, This is me real fast. People ask us, how do you find us? This is me, Aston Cloud. This is us, Collectors Corner. Speaking of ramping up, we have our newsletter here, which uh, we're going to be experimenting with a little bit of new content. We're constantly trying to figure out how to push the envelope. So sign up for it. It's a fantastic download of the weekly Gen Art news. And we add stories on here that we can't add on the recording because we try to keep this quick and tight. And one of the things that we wanted to start out with that we haven't done yet, first time, is a a little bit of a a vibe check, because a lot of artists and other collectors ask us, hey, what's kind of going on in the market? Part of the value we bring to you all and try to bring to you all is that we sit in the discords and we hear what collectors are thinking and feeling. So maybe I'll start with you, Jared. What's kind of the vibe right now in the market in terms of digital
1: art? I have very competing thoughts right now. I mean, we'll go over some of the major sales, but there's been some like great movement um, on some big sales. But there's also like a a weird paradigm where, you know, we're seeing other things from, I'll call it, long-term holders being uh, let go at, I'll call it, below Floor or below floor for a particular trade prices. So, even though the volume looks up, it's also kind of a, an interesting paradigm and just really sitting on the sidelines and watching people's rotations right now, more than anything.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And I, you know, part of the reason I love doing this with you, Jared, is because I didn't even think about the question from that standpoint, which is great. So, we'll have some diversity for the listeners, for the artists, platforms, and other collectors out there. Collectors in general are feeling a bit tapped out. Jared used the word rotation, which I think is a fantastic one because it doesn't seem like there are that many new collectors coming in. It's primarily the old folks and getting excited about different things and going and buying them. But, you know, we as collectors, we also are seeing like kind of anemic secondary price action. We're also seeing some projects not mint out, particularly those that are fixed price and not Dutch auctions. So, right now, I would say we're still in a bear market sentiment in the broader market so just keep that in mind folks as you consider you know what you think secondary action might do or for artists and platforms what you think you should set your prices at for any releases or if you should potentially delay them wouldn't be the worst idea in the world right now if you can so that's my public service announcement and uh, really quickly folks uh, just make sure to check out the timestamps spend a lot of time making sure that they're there so you can jump to whatever section of this update that suits you best okay now on to a positive side jared the crypto market update click on my uh well this isn't really my portfolio these are things that i track of course Tezos isn't on here but really quickly things are very much in the green. Bitcoin playing around with this very critical $25,000 level up 15% compared to last week. Ethereum is up 8.3% compared to last week and uh, Tezos is up similarly quite a bit 16.8% compared to last week. If you remember last week was a big down week, uh, a lot of stuff going on in the markets that we won't cover here as it's not fully relevant but Suffice to say, um, things have changed structurally in the equity markets with banking that make it seem like the end may be near. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say, because I've been sort of tiptoeing around it for a while, but I just want folks to keep things in perspective. Zoom out 180 days, right? We were down towards the end of December at $1,200 for Ethereum. We are still up quite a bit. I know there's a lot of volatility. We should expect that. But I think that the lows are clearly in for Ethereum from way back in June. I don't think we see a $1,000 Ethereum anymore. And uh, I'm going to say that a little bit more forcefully because I feel like part of my job here is to tell you what I think and, and take it with a grain of salt, of course, manage your portfolios as you must. But I, um, I'm really thinking that we're not getting way down there. That doesn't mean we're getting going up to $3,000 anytime soon but if people have been waiting to for the bottom to deploy i don't know how much lower you're going to be able to go okay now let's look at blue chip generative art last seven days topping in sales we save friendship bracelets and squiggles qql mint pass is not a pure art project so we skip that one next on the list here we got 12 sales for brain loops one of the brain drops collections eight sales for screens love to see that eight sales for anti cyclone we'll we'll talk a little bit about that but um william had a new release that we think is really buoying those over there floor price wise anti cyclone 85% up jared and this this is a real 85% uh, we've seen some sales here sculptor by peter pasma love to see that up 25 uh, sorry 26% factura by matthias isakin also up 23% any notable sales jared
1: Yeah, i think for me, the big sales uh, is, you know, six days ago, there was a huge 380-wheat sale on a micro. Uh, but also, you know, so there's a there's a lot of volume in Fidenzas right now. Uh, you know, one that came up, not necessarily a good one, but, you know, Seed Phrase rotated out of uh, his or one of his Fidenzas and was able to take it at a, a loss. Just an interesting... Um, data point there but you know another one i think that is is a a sale that will age extremely well is there was a red dot ringer that got um uh sold for 45 eth so i mean again we, we keep beating this drum of if you're out there and you're willing to grind and find these deals there is definitely definitely uh fortune should favor the the persistent right now
0: Fortune definitely favors the persistent. This is that micro uniform Fidenza, which is a quite a rare type that Jared was talking about sold for 380 uh, rapteeth. teeth. So that's a big rapteeth teeth bid. And, and here's that red dot ringer on screen for folks number 901 that Fidenzo number 971 and yeah, fantastic sales. It's great to see you alluded to this at the top of the show. It's great to see movement in these really beautiful grail pieces, even though they are at prices that we would have thought they would not sell at meaning lower than we thought that they would sell at. It's still great to see that movement and people being able to collect these grails. FX hash what's going on over there in Tezos land.
1: Yeah, it's been a slow week, man. Um, it's feeling a little bit uh down i don't want to say depressed but depressed from a, a price movement not uh mentality perspective but you know really outside my uh garden monolith sale that you see up on screen now you know there's been some really encouraging action in in hollow but i mean other than that it the the fall off for action has been pretty pretty steep but on a positive note uh, i always try to be positive is you know there's good to see september's breaking into the top 10 weekly and then uh contrapuntos had some really really good action so overall um hoping to see more attention here but you know really kind of a a slow week for fx hash and it's uh something i'm trying to understand
0: yeah absolutely consistent with the rest of the market as well so hopefully uh hopefully we see that pick up soon
1: how about squiggles well, on the completely opposite of the spectrum, there's there's a lot of positive news here. Uh, two weeks ago, we saw kind of, I don't want to call it the the bottom, but a, a very slow week. And on the flip side, you have just the opposite of uh, another increase of 30, 40% for this week. So you have uh, in seven day volume, you have 520 ETH. That's up another 140 from last week. The floor price looks low uh, at 11. It's a decrease from 12 last week. Uh, however... There's really, it feels like just it's a a snapshot in time with somebody trying to get liquidity and and flooring one well below. There's only two sales to get back to 12. But what's really encouraging is there was 43 sales overall up from 28 last week and another increase of 15. So, you know, very, very, um, and I've just seen, it was like four days ago. I mean, just the sales feed was just blowing up with, uh, with squigglements or squigglements. Jesus, there's a I'm projecting, I want another one, uh, but with squiggle sales. So, overall, uh, you know, the highlights in this week is uh, you saw a bold sell for 23. So, again, if you're out there and you're looking to either complete your type set or something, you know, being persistent with those Weath bids, I think could pay off. But, really encouraging also is the low color spread sales, there's a couple of them this week. So. You know, For those, again, who are monitoring the listings feeds, if you're in the Art Blocks Discord, if you're quick and have the liquidity, there is opportunity. You just, you got to be ready to pounce because there's a, a lot of sophisticated players out there with with a lot of listings bots. I won't necessarily say buying bots, but listing bots that are just gobbling these things up. There's one that I think was a color spread seven that sold within 10 minutes of listing. So, um, yep. and then resold shortly spread. after that. So, you know, I mean, be poison ready. The The opportunities are aplenty. 100%.
0: Friendship bracelets. We use these as a bit of a liquidity indicator. And as we have suggested, liquidity has slightly upticked here. 514 sales versus 387 last week. So quite a bit more volume of 143 ETH versus 116. Floor price is about the same at 0.24. Continuing to demonstrate that liquidity is... Uh, well, demonstrate that these friendship bracelets are often the first things to move and, and indicate liquidity. We'll keep an eye on those. Let's head over to our Gen Art news. And we're going to do a little something different this week. We are going to start off by recapping a few collections that launched in the past week and what that might mean for the market. Starting off with Strands of Solitude, which was released by William Upon last Friday. Shameless plug, we did an awesome tweet, uh, Twitter spaces on this. Check it out. It's on the podcast and on YouTube. But Mapon dove into this collection, really fantastic work, 400 items. Uh, you know, it does look a little anti-cyclone-esque, but he built upon that algorithm. He has some of the same features, for example, having some night palettes. This was really well received. Uh, it actually got down to a two ether minting price on the Dutch auction, which was the floor. It started at eight ether. And then it, it rallied up to a floor of about 6.9 or 7 around there and has retraced a little bit to 4.15, 16% listings. So that's setting the stage for folks who didn't know about this. Jared, what are you, what are your thoughts on this release and what it might say about the
1: market? Well, the other point I'd want to add is it shook out a lot of the people who were early into flipping because it it dropped to 1.6. There's a couple in that, that sale. It shook them out who were just in it for the short term and then did this... M- Crazy rally over forty-eight hours to to go up to that six-point-five target. What does it say about the the market overall? I think it's you know further proving out a thesis, or it's a data point that could contribute to my conviction in the thesis that art and artist matters. Um, you know, and and mapan obviously has a, a very good reputation. You know, I mean, you mentioned this earlier off camera: sixteen percent listed versus. Uh, maybe some uh, another a greater quantity for other collections that we're going to touch on so I think that you're you're going to see a very diamond-handed nature I think that some of these went into uh, the tried art collectors I know that's one of the tonics goals um, and I'm I think that the the flippers the people who are in it riding the momentum will shake out in the coming weeks uh, pretty quickly I mean there, there's there's not much listed, so uh, I've seen a lot of Grails get sucked up. Twitter's all about people posting them and saying they're going into the vaults, so you know, I think you're going to see um, a squeeze here uh, pretty quickly. Yeah,
0: I certainly think that could happen the price action, and just want to reiterate, it shows to you that you can be on a new platform as long as you have a brand as an artist or a following as an artist and still be successful, so it's not that... Being on block Curated is everything. It certainly can help, but a brand is a brand. And I think that a lot of folks are really just into artists and starting to follow those artists, which is what we love to see, because we want to make sure that the artists are empowered to keep creating the work that they want to create and not necessarily have to be reliant on a platform for that. Although, of course, the platforms do a lot and add a lot, especially when an artist is relatively unknown. The other thing I'll add is I'm hopeful that we see an uptick in the market. It, it showed me that there is some liquidity in the market, because even though these minted out at lower than expected, getting down to that resting price, and as Jared mentioned, dipped a little bit, um, they've really done a great job of rallying from there. And we've seen an uptick in Anti-Cyclone and 1935, some of William's other projects, interestingly, less so in Dragons, which is his Tezos project. So Um, The last thing I'll say here is for artists and platforms, minting out towards the lower end of your resting price is not necessarily a negative. Yes, you lose out on some primary sales, but this price action is very, very healthy. I think this will keep this project in the minds of folks because there's a lot of folks who have made money on it and feel positively about it. This is a dynamic that, uh, you know... We're planning to talk about more and more, but there is a trade-off between maximizing primary and maximizing secondary. So I think you're seeing this play out here in Strands of Solitude, and I think that's actually very positive for the market. It certainly helped collector sentiment.
1: And real quick, really cool and dope to see William rotating into not only his own collection, I think he paid up like 16th for a night palette in here, but rotated it as mentioned earlier into... Uh, you know, some Zan can work in other grails. So, you know, again, just another indicative of the artist giving back and um, you know, a huge, a huge congrats to, to the success that that William has seen in overall his artist journey, but you know, this specifically.
0: Absolutely. The next one we wanted to highlight was the latest Artblocks Curated that came out just yesterday on March 15th. This was Ceramics by Charlotte Dan. Charlotte is wonderful. We had a Spaces with her as well, also published. Check that out. Um, This was an Artblocks Curated, 300 items. This is her first NFT project, which is, I mean, great kudos to her for being able to get into uh, an Artblocks Curated in general, but as her first, that's fantastic. minted out around 0.62 Ether. This was a rebate Dutch auction. First time Artblocks, at least Curated, has done that as far as I can tell. Um, The price action has not been as good as much uh, afterwards now. It's a 0.36 floor with 50% listed. And this just kind of shows you where the market is at from my perspective. You know, we have a lot of botters, a lot of people coming in just to flip. That's why we have so many listed and they artificially they skew what the market price is on that Dutch auction. So clearly the market price was a little bit lower than the 0.62. I'm really happy for the sellout and happy for Charlotte, but this is just instructive for folks who are listening to see that th- this is what this data is kind of telling us.
1: Yeah, I'm a little fearful of uh, the 49% listed. I mean, that that is just a, a huge portion of the project. I, I know percentage wise, there's only 300 total, but you know, overall, I think that this is a, a beautiful representation of what, uh, you know, ceramics can be in the digital realm. But yeah, I mean, a little bit anxious, but congrats on the the minting out and minting out at 0.6. So huge, huge accomplishment and welcome to the generative art space officially now.
0: I know. And these these are really beautiful. Like, I, I love these. Uh, my my partner is obsessed with him she she really liked him as I told you Jared so um that's ceramics the the last one real quick we want to talk about is the uh AI mint passes for bright moments Tokyo that bright moments sold out two things that are really interesting here so they sold out at two point one nine ether but contrasting that to their generative art mint passes which sold out at about 0.8 something ether. So it shows you that the AI trend is very very hot right now and also the the market is going to do what the market does right on on secondary here you can see now they went from 2.19 down to 1.689 floor price. Uh obviously there's a there's tiered right that's the lowest one you can't get them all at 1.6 nine but it's just showing you that you know a lot of times or at least right now where we are in the market for folks who think that there might be really strong secondary action it's very contingent on there being a low mint out price or a lower than expected mint out price similar to mapon strands of solitude any thoughts on, i'm sorry go ahead. this is
1: a star-studded lineup i think that part of it is is the the ai hype but it's also I mean this is a gamble to some degree right pre-reveal owning a number not knowing the artist but I think the the likelihood of we'll call it beating finger quotes beating the uh the the past price uh just statistically is a little bit higher on this than the the previous Tokyo drop which I think is reflected in the price so and 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 undeniable hype right like AI is so freaking hot right now kudos to Seth and the Bright Moments group for having the foresight to be able to anticipate this trend and, and to garner such a, a huge lineup prior to the, the public movement for, for attention to AI. I mean, this was, uh, you know, I've been told this was in the works well before, you know, even um, a lot of the, the mainstream attention was was given to it. So again, bright moments, just seeing around corners before some of the other collectors do.
0: Absolutely. And a fantastic sell for them. I mean, it's just brilliant. Can't wait to see all of those works. And then a quick second news story. I wanted to just give a shout-out to a couple... In real life events happening. The first is with 8DAO. 8DAO, some of you all might have seen our tweets translated in Chinese. These are the good folks over in 8DAO who are really trying to bridge the East and the West in terms of collectors. I'm really fascinated by this because I don't get as much exposure to Eastern art. And so they have an exhibition coming up March 21st. It is in Hong Kong. We will link to this, check out their website for more details to see if you might be able to make it out there. There's some great speakers here, Flamingo Dow member, uh, Jiva, who's a big uh, collector. So thanks again to 8DAO for helping to spread the Gen Art world and to, to bridge our, our different cultures from a Gen Art standpoint. And the second one I want to just quickly mention is our friend Emily Edelman curated this fantastic exhibition. I mentioned it last week called On Water. It's in New York until April 6th and running at the moment a lot of great generative artists and their works uh, such as Emily Shia, Lars Wander, Zach Lieberman etc have their works here so check that out if you're in the New York area it's a fun thing that costs well actually, I actually don't know if there's an entry price um, but it, does, it costs a lot less than an NFT that's for sure let's do some great art at great prices first one Jared
1: yeah, full disclosure, I do not own any of these, but the first one is a project called Momentum. It was released on March 8th. And currently, uh, you know, it's a. I I really love the outputs. There's a great variety of it. It sits at a 18.8 ETH floor. So it's really low risk. But I mean, you can see P scrolling on screen. Like there's different paper sizes. There's different background colors. There's different... Colors on the, the main focal output. There's, uh, there's circular, there's spiral, there's like smoke looking ones. I mean, it's just overall such a, a great uh, variety yeah, if you're willing to dig through the algorithm. I think it's very, very beautiful. Uh, that being said, you know just looking at the, the marketplace, there's uh, it's pretty thin. So what's really cool is a lot of people are, are, I think holding and collecting this. So if you are interested in the outputs, um you know please feel free to to take a look but you know there's there's uh only a small percentage listed only 20 for sale out of a collection of 195 so uh definitely well received and it seems to be getting locked up in a lot of people's uh test vaults so to speak
0: yeah absolutely and uh Olga F we've mentioned her before big fans of her art The next one to talk about is Algorithm Be My Guide by Alt Plus Escape. 60 Tezos floor on this one. Really beautiful landscapes with great color and variety. Um, Certainly was drawn to them. Uh, Again, don't know what this looks like from an investment standpoint, but that's why we're highlighting it as it is below our great art at great prices threshold. Check it out. See if you like it, collect it, support them.
1: Super dope sci-fi vibes on that one. For sure.
0: I, I actually, I think they're really, really cool. uh. And the last one I wanted to highlight for great art at great prices is Tentura by Stranger in the Queue. This is a, an old art blocks favorite. It kind of has like cityscape city maps overlaid with different colors. And it's sitting at a 0.07 ether floor. I would not expect to make money off of this one, but I just really think the art is cool and full disclosure. I do own a couple of them. They are not listed, uh. but yeah. It's just some fun art that I know a lot of people like. So wanted to go ahead and highlight them. Let's do some exciting upcoming drops. Uh, this one is a little bit different. I wanted to start off by talking about the Bright Moments Tokyo lineup. Don't have the names of all of the artists in front of me, but there are many, many of them. And I want to say definitely go ahead and take a look at the work and progresses on these artists. Uh, Twitter timelines because there are really some some brilliant works coming out that they're showing will be there for bright moments and all of those mint passes are now revealed so you can know you know you can go and buy the mint pass for a specific artist Lars Wander shown here on screen as an example Uh, but I wanted to oh and I'm sorry the the actual mint is May 5th through the 10th so you have a couple of months or a month and a half but Wanted to show you some of these, Jared. Have you seen some of these Lars Wander ones yet?
1: Yeah, the Lars ones are uh, very, very beautiful. And I, I, I forget which Discord I was in. I think it was Proof Generative. But you know, they're mo- mentioning how people are just going in and, and buying these things up. I think they were commenting about one wallet that bought six passes specifically for Lars. I, I think it's absolutely stunning, indicative of the the great work that uh, Lars has been putting out for some time.
0: For sure. And then here, here's one from Melissa uh, Widerect that was shared. Also very beautiful and colorful. And uh, a, a fan favorite, Chetel Golid has a, a new work. I mean, he hasn't had too much. He had The Expanse recently. And before that, uh, he had Decagons. But this really feels like an evolution of his algorithm. And I know a lot of folks are excited about that. So definitely put that on your radar. Go ahead and watch them.
1: The Gallad one in particular I'm looking at is like a very good entry point relative to like the floor of Archetype 2. So, you know, for anybody who's looking to get some Gallad exposure, I mean, I I am. So I guess I probably shouldn't even be saying this, but, you know, (laughs) I mean, there is a really attractive price point for for the work. Um, It's something that I'll be tracking pretty closely.
0: For sure. For sure. And another one that you had mentioned and uh, are a fan of, you want to talk about Rippling?
1: Yeah, we mentioned this a, a few weeks ago, um, but huge fan of the artist. Full disclosure, I own some of his Tez work, but I think that this is gonna be, you know, it's Art Blocks presents, so it's but it's a small uh, edition size of only 128. It's a, it's coming out on March 17th, so ideally by the time this is published, you might have a, a shot at getting or at the very least, uh, on secondary. I've explored the possibilities a tremendous amount. Uh, I think this is amazing art, and depending on where the duck auction starts to to head, I I could see full disclosure acquiring some. But established artist, great track record, um, beautiful beautiful outputs. I really encourage uh, anybody interested in it to go read some of the meaning behind it. I always love the the story behind the art, and this is one that is a uh, really really intriguing to me and. You know, again, is it gonna blow up and be worth a million bucks? Who knows? But overall, I just think it's really, really gorgeous art.
0: Yeah, and a really great concept with the the drops and the ripplings. Huge fan of that as well. Let's let's hit a couple artists here. The first one I wanted to talk about is Norman Harmon. This is an AI artist, also a painter, very popular, but a little bit under the radar on the AI AI side. So wanted to highlight Norman has a collection called Sightseers which is really an, an interesting collection it has kind of like a whole story behind it uh you know a circle of pro- protagonists and bad actors defy the motel perimeter etc um and i'm trying to show you some of the outputs it should be over here but uh they are just uh, oh sorry having issues with this website um Anyways, take take a look at them for for the sake of time. We'll we'll link to it. You can find them on OpenSea as well. For some reason, having some issues uh, highlighting the images over there. The next artist I wanted to talk about is Edg, who recently revealed their real name, Eric de Julie. He, sorry if I pronounced that wrong. He's a French artist. He has some fantastic work. Most recently, Callion, which was an art blocks curated release. And actually, I, I misspoke earlier today. I believe Callion had a Rebay Dutch auction. I said Ceramics was the first one for that, but I believe this one did as well. Also has a fantastic collection called Glass. Uh, full disclosure, I hold a glass. Do not hold a Callion, but he's just really has great art. And I think it's uh, just somebody worth, here, here's a glass, um, somebody worth keeping an eye on. Last up, we have one art to watch and an art chart. I'll do the art to watch real fast. We've mentioned Strands of Solitude. I think this is one to keep an eye on because it's interesting for a number of reasons. One, because it's a William upon release. Secondly, because it minted at a lower price. And I alluded to this earlier, but there's a hypothesis that art that mints at a lower price, which then enables more people to get their hands on it and experience it, actually does better than art uh, on the secondary than art that mints at a little bit of a higher price. We don't normally get to see that with Mapan because he is such a prolific artist. And it has so popular, but due to these depressed market conditions, I think we saw a lower mint up price than, than it probably should have. And so it's interesting for me to see how the price action does from that standpoint, you know, we're down to 15 and a half percent listed Jared. So uh, maybe someone's listening to us and delisted earlier, just in the episode, it's at 16%. But I think this is one to watch and see for that reason. The other thing I want to note about this one is, uh, you know, Mapon. Told us that this is based on the uh, the algorithm from Anti Cyclone, and so there's a question: Does the fact that 400 more were released hurt Anti Cyclone or help Anti Cyclone? You know, the supply is bigger, but now new collectors are able to enter and become fans of Williams. So far, it's helped Anti Cyclone, but I guess that remains to be seen as well. So I think a lot of interesting principles that we'll see uncovered through this release that I'm very excited to learn about the market and, and understand how it plays out.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think time will tell, but I think it helps. It's complementary to anti-cyclone. It's obviously a different aesthetic, but it's a, a different narrative, a different story. Uh, it, and I, I think it's okay to, to build upon not only the success, but like find your voice as an artist. I, I think that this is a very beautiful project. I just you know, again, I go back to, I'm seeing all these prints that are 72 inches tall. I, I think this is really one that will thrive with the complement of IRL um, printing and or the IRL um, uh, you know, digital displays progressing. Because when you really zoom in on some of these, the detail is just immaculate. And it's, it's hard, especially as you're going to, to see it scrolling on the screen. So I'm optimistic about it. I think that it's another great drop smaller supply than anticyclones and over time it should, in my opinion, age well.
0: Yeah, I agree. And and look, I, I think that part of the reason I brought up this idea about it looking like anticyclone and increasing the supply is because you know there's a little bit of a, a counter there's two schools of thought. One school of thought is that you should get your brand and your image out there and get as many people to love it as you can. The other school of thought is keep your supply short, and I think those are a little bit intention. And this is a fantastic natural experiment for that. And 100% agree with everything you're saying about the in real life, the prints, the displays, and the level of detail
1: on this. So, it's completely and with you. So, we're, for we're many doing reasons, this live right. So, we, the banter you're starting to see, which I absolutely love that we do uh, in real life. But you know, I think that the the it was really encouraging to see on Twitter a lot of people proud to own these right like they the entry point into anti-cyclones is is high and for people who have been huge mapon fans to own something that is um you know congruent to that like there's just it was really so encouraging and to balance or bounce off that point that you indicated about you know low supply versus better community I, i saw a lot of onboarding of newer collectors and the pride associated with it you know also there's a lot of established collectors that were gobbling these up so i just i'm really really bullish on on what this is doing and and the momentum it's continuing for for william yeah could not agree with you more jared and speaking of
0: anti-cyclone let's talk some art charts
1: yeah i don't want to say we told you so but in the little bit of a moment we told you so right we we brought this to your attention um you know, three to four weeks ago, we saw an opportunity and lo and behold, especially post drop the some money rotated into anti cyclones. And you can see right here, the market cap is bounced off of the cost basis. It's not a guarantee, again, not financial advice. And full disclosure, we both own uh, a number of anti cyclones. But, uh, you know, it it also is following this. Why do we bring it up? Because it's not just about good entry points. It's also about uh, history and, and, and looking at these things for your benefit, both financially and in finding the right piece. My observation is, and I'd love to hear your perspective P is this thing is balanced. It seems to be in a clear channel where it will bounce off of it, find kind of that high off of it, and then find its way back to the cost basis. The enthusiasm for the strands of solitude release has created a lot of attention to this and 1935. And so there's been an influx of liquidity. You see it in the, the sharp price up. I could easily see this leaking out a little bit, not guaranteed by any stretch, but the floors thickened up. You know, you got nine nine sales before a 50% increase and 23 before you see a, a, a 200% value increase, 100% increase. So, you know, I, I think that if you are looking to, to go in, start using a a little bit of, I don't want to call it caution because, you know, buy what you like, but I could also see uh, the action has slowed down a little bit since strands of solitude and therefore could present opportunities in the coming weeks.
0: Yeah, hundred percent agree. So people ask us, well, why are we looking at charts? Aren't we looking at art? And if you are thinking about these things, even in a slightly sliver of a way as an investment, then you should consider your entry price not just whether you like something so this is a data input if you don't like anticyclones at all don't buy them it makes no sense but if you like the art if you think it's beautiful and you are stretching your budget a little bit you know borrowing from that investment pool then we would consider looking at some of these charts and understanding and uh what Jared I agree with you i mean this this collection has demonstrated to me that it is going to bounce off of this average cost price pretty consistently. I mean, it's happened now one, two, three, four, five, six times here. And that doesn't mean every collection will do that. Some collections are underwater and they're going to stay that way. But that's something where you need to bring in the qualitative side and say, what does the art look like? What is the artist? Are they, you know, a, a popular artist? Do they have a good brand for themselves, et cetera, et cetera? But In this collection, I think that if you see, as Jared said, if it may not happen, but if you see a retrace back towards this cost basis, it could be a good one. To uh, you know, at that point, it could be good to consider an entry price.
1: So one one other point is there's I think these golden opportunities where the if you toggle between ETH and USD, you'll see the 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 second to last retrace, and there is there's these golden opportunities where you can amass value in both eth and usd terms like there's that i'll call it golden moment where it touched the cost basis on eth terms and usd terms so to me that's just a further data point of a win-win scenario where you're able to um you know stack you know theoretical eth and usd yeah yeah absolutely
0: well that's our show everybody We appreciate you all tuning in. Please let us know how you like those uh, new segments we have, the vibe checked, and doing some of those release recaps. We are at collectors underscore XYZ. We appreciate you all, and we'll talk to you next week.